Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host, Candace McKim, is a renowned intuitive business coach, number one international best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and the inspiring host of a podcast slash TV show. With her vibrant approach, Candace empowers women to align with their true purpose, elevate their spiritually-led businesses, and attract wealth through proven methods. Her teachings foster profound transformation and impactful growth. Co-creator of this summit, Candace is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Candace. Welcome, welcome. I am excited about this next guest and this next topic. We are going to be really diving into some juicy stuff. I am here with Tina Eichenberg. Unlock your self-compassion while on your healing journey. Welcome, Tina. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited that you're here. All right, let me introduce you properly. So Tina Eichenberg is a certified life, self-care, and spiritual coach who helps women release emotional baggage and find strength, freedom, and happiness. Hell yes. She discovered healing energy, a reliable method of releasing tension and living a more positive and fulfilling life after traditional treatment methods fail to help her with depression and anxiety. I, I really believe we're really going to get so much value out of this for everybody because, um, yeah, like we, I don't know many people who don't experience or haven't experienced at some point in life, some point in time in their life's depression and anxiety. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Okay. So tell us how you were led on your journey. I know I read your bio, but just tell us a little bit more of your story and how you've been, you know, guided on this path. And what, yeah, and what so, yeah, so um, my journey really started probably when I was about seven or eight years old, when in looking back that that is probably about when my anxiety and depression kind of started to come up in my life. Uh, my mom is diagnosed as being bipolar. And so she had a lot of her own mental illness to deal with while us kids were growing up. Um, so we never really learned to process our emotions, to talk about our emotions. And um, over, you know, teenage years and, and growing up and becoming an adult, I would just like push stuff away because it was just easier to push it away. It's what I knew how to do in order to get on with life. And in 2018, my husband and I had the opportunity to purchase our forever home right off of uh, the water. and. It, it should have been an extremely happy time for us. All three of our kids had graduated. Um, and so we got this great opportunity. And moving into that home, I realized that I had more anxiety coming up. I had more depression coming up. And I thought maybe it was related to my mom. Maybe it was related to my, my twins graduating and becoming um, somewhat empty nesters and just kind of trying to figure out like, what what is my role now? and Again, I just kind of pushed it off to the side. Like, no, this is a great time. We're not even going to deal with that right now. Mm -hmm. And it really started to turn it, its ugly head um, during COVID. Uh, I was lucky enough that I wasn't one of the ones who had to stay home and work. I actually got to get out because I was an essential worker at the time. But there was still something else going on. And so I took those traditional routes that I knew how to take, right? I called um, a doctor 
through my insurance because everything was telehealth. And I met with a doctor that I didn't know, talked to him for about 15 minutes about what I was feeling, what I had been on before, as far as medications go. And he's like, okay, well, let's try that again. We'll just, we'll just try that again, like 15 minutes. And here's, here's a prescription. I'll see you back here in six to eight weeks. We'll see how you're doing. And I was like, okay, so there's still something else that I, I need to talk about. If I know what it is. So I hired a talk therapist and again, didn't know her, had no referral as far as nobody going to see her and having um, reviews. Right. Right. And started seeing this therapist and the first two or three sessions were just talking about my past and what, what I thought that this was around. And then like by the, the fifth session, it was like, well, here's an app for CBT training. Um, download this app, practice it, and then we'll talk about it next session. And I was like, you know, six sessions into it. I'm like, I'm not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanted this, this, this stuff to just be gone. I didn't want to survive with it anymore. And I was sitting there at my computer, I was in tears and I was like, I just want something that's going to get rid of this. Yeah. And so I did a Google search, emotional holistic healing. I was, I was more into the natural stuff. I didn't want to be on medication and this modality called the emotion code popped up and I was a huge skeptic. I was the emotion, the emotion code. Okay. Yeah. And it's this technique of releasing trapped emotions to allow your body to heal naturally because our bodies are able to heal, but there's always this stuff that's going on in them that, that we may not even know about. Right. And I was like, okay, so the, this was put in my path for a reason. Let me research it. So yeah. I started researching it, went to a couple different um, practitioners and felt amazing after those sessions. And I was like, I got to learn more. So with it being COVID, they had a discount on their webinar. I joined the webinar. By the end of the webinar, I was going to get my certification. And it wasn't because I wanted to help everybody in the world. It was because I wanted to learn how to do it for myself so I could help my family. Yeah. And fast forward about two or three months and learning the emotion code and their second level, which is the body code. I had healed myself about 80% of my anxiety and depression, but there was still something missing. Okay. There was still something there that was not uh, clicking. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to find different aspects of self-care, meditation, journaling, self-compassion, setting boundaries. And within two months, two or three months of adding those things into my daily routine, I was a hundred percent healed. I was wow. no longer on medication. I no longer needed talk therapy. Yeah. And I was, I, I, I would wake up just like excited for the day. Like, what is this day going to bring me? Yeah. Yeah. And it was something that I had not felt that I could never remember feeling before. Mm-hmm. Even when my children were born, there was still not that joy that I was feeling in that moment when I realized, and I remember it was December 17th. I woke up and I'm like, I am so freaking happy. Mm. And I never felt like that before. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Like, there's that cloud that, you know, like when you're, uh, you know, even when you're in joyous things, there's still that little bit of a cloud, right. That's over the head. But then when you move through it, 
Yeah, uh, I love this. I love what you're saying because my that's my background is I have a degree in social work and I then I became a yoga therapist and chakra therapist and marrying together the talk therapy with the body, mind, spirit. So I'm I'm loving this. I love exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. So what are your tips on how to unlock the self-compassion while on your healing journey? What are some of the tips well, that you can share? The first tip is that we need to understand what self-compassion is. You know, we, we grow up being told that we need to have compassion for others. We need to have compassion for those that are in distress, but we're never taught to have compassion for ourselves, especially when we're going through a healing journey, when we realize that there's things about us that we need to address and those things are not being healed as quickly as we want them to be. Because time is such a human construct that we always put a timetable. Okay, well, I'm going to be healed by this time, or I'm going to get over this, and, and I'm going to be, you know, done with it by this time. Yeah. Um, and if anybody is on their healing journey or or you know has completed it, they know that even though you think you've healed something, there there still may be a little bit of something underneath of there that's going to come up when something triggers you. Mm. And so when you when you don't have that self-compassion for yourself you start getting those thoughts of i'm not enough i can't do this this is too hard um but then when you think about that self-compassion as well it throws you into that am i being selfish um am i um putting too much um emphasis on myself and not enough emphasis on other people and so you you start to pull away from yourself again yeah. Because you God, don't have so, that self-compassion for yourself. Especially as women, right? God, we've been just so gaslighted our whole lifetimes, right? That, mm -hmm. you know, it's selfish to look after yourself. And my, my definition of selfishness is not doing what somebody else wants us to do, right? So right. I'm being selfish right. if I'm not doing what everybody else wants me to do. So who's really being selfish here, <laughs> right? But right. women just take right. it on so much and it's just... Uh, it's heartbreaking, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it really is. So understanding what self-compassion means for you, I think is the first step because self-compassion can mean a little bit different for everybody else, but yeah. in the whole, it means just having kindness for yourself mm. and showing yourself that, you know, it's okay. If you're not, um, it's the same timetable as somebody else because somebody else might feel like they're, they're higher, they're healing faster than you are. Although you don't know how long they've been on that healing journey. And, and I dealt with that a lot early on in my healing journey was like, well, I see all these other practitioners that are doing so wonderfully. They seem so happy. And, and it, I wasn't on the same timetable. I wasn't right. on their journey. I was on my journey. Yeah. Yeah. So figuring out what self-compassion is for you is definitely, I think, the first step. I love it. And it, it, I like that you're at, you're putting it into their hands. What does that mean for you? Right. Like, I'm not going to tell right. you what it is. I want you to really explore it for yourself because what is going to feed you and your soul? Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's and, really, and really great, Tina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the way, the, the one of the ways you can get there is by journaling. Okay. journaling about what self-compassion means for you, what you've been told about self-compassion. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and there, you know, the, the, the second tip is to understand that your views on your self-compassion comes from the adults 
that you were around growing up. It comes from your teachers. It comes from media. It comes from your parents. You know, for generations and generations, even even men don't have self-compassion for themselves during during their healing journey or or at all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't think I don't think men take care of themselves as as much as they should. No, no. In fact, I think they probably they probably push it away more because a lot of the um, techniques to to through your healing journey are are really like girly according to to what you look up. Right. If you look up journaling prompts, you know, and you look up the images that go with journaling prompts, they're all pink and pretty and and not a lot of them are geared towards men. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think just people in general have a hard time having that self-compassion for themselves. So journaling would be my second tip is journal about what do you need self-compassion around? Where do you need to find that support? Because I think support is very important. Can you get that support from your family? Can you get it from your friends? Or do you need to get it from a third party? Right. Because you're going to go through your healing journey and you're going to hit a wall and you're going to be like, I don't know what to do. And yeah. that's when you need to start looking for more tools on what's going to help you. Yeah. And I really agree. Like you, we need that support. We all need that support. Right. Depending, yeah. It doesn't matter where you are on your healing journey. Right. Uh, we all need that support, a coach or a healer or energy worker, somebody to support us as we're moving through that. All right. So I just dropped that into the chat. So journal around journal. What do you need self-compassion around? And do you need support? Is that, is that right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think the answer is yes. Everybody needs support is just what kind of support is it that you need? Mm -hmm. And I think we first need to support ourselves. Again, we first need to to try to figure out why we don't have compassion for ourselves. Now we can go back through our childhood and say, you know, I don't have self-compassion because, well, I I didn't see my mom having self-compassion for herself. Mm -hmm. I heard my mom put herself down all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, and that probably came from, from her grant, from her parents. Yeah. And so, and, and, you know, if, if we know anything about energy, we know that these things can be passed down through our DNA. So who knows how far back this um, block against having self-compassion goes. And I think that's where where energy healing can come in and can be such a great um, catalyst for that is because it can help to find where some of those those energetic things are coming from. Are they coming from seven generations back? Yeah. And journaling is where where you go on that journey, like where you go into that self-discovery, right? And for me, I like to set a timer when I journal. What are some of the tricks you and tools you use? Um, and then I'll share mine for journaling. Um, so yeah, definitely. If you're just starting out, set a time to journal because journaling is not something that comes naturally to most people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, it took a long time for me to be comfortable with journaling because I had had somebody invade my diary as a child. And so because of that, I didn't want to journal. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a hard time journaling, yeah, exactly. If you're having a hard time journaling, 
get a journal that you feel safe using. And if it means you feel safe using one with a buckle on it, then get one with a buckle on it. If you feel safe sticking it under your mattress when you're done, do that. Whatever makes you feel safe to share your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, The other one would be just, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. One of the things that I, I recommend is if you're new to journaling is set a timer to do it for 15 minutes or 20 minutes and then write write down this question, what do, what do I need self-compassion around? And I just, I just put the, like I said, I set the timer for 15 minutes and I write the question and then I'll keep writing the question and still the, until the answers start to come. And then I just free form. Like I just write, 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 write for 15 minutes. And then the timer goes. And then if I feel like I need to keep writing, I can, but it's just a great way just to let the, let the healing come. Yeah. 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 I I like that. that. I like that idea. And I love these prompts. They're really, really powerful prompts. Okay. So what's number three? So the three tip, the third tip would be how to gain some self-compassion for yourself through just talking with yourself. So we have journaling, but also talk out loud to yourself. Mm. And, you know, you might feel silly doing this at first because you think, oh, somebody might hear me. So go on a walk or Take yourself into the bathroom and start the shower. Do it during the shower. But sometimes you have to voice, why do I, you know, what is it that I need self-compassion around, especially for myself? And you might find that you need to have more self-compassion around yourself when, um, when you have those triggers that come up, that is triggering something that you thought that you got over or, or some, or a memory comes up. You're like, I had thought about that in years, but why do I need self-compassion around this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know pay attention to to uh, the signs pay attention to you know print that might come up in in your awareness is saying you know just pay attention pay attention to your body pay attention to the signals that it's giving you and definitely pay attention to the thoughts that are coming across your heart to to really kind of dive into and you might not have to dive very deep to figure out what it is that you need that self-compassion around. But just understand that that when you're on your healing journey, that it's important to be kind to yourself, to speak to yourself um, with impeccability, be kind, say what you want to say, think what you want to think, but turn it into a more optimistic thought. Yeah, you know, so, what if, if you saying, think, so what I'm hearing you saying is that um, by saying it out loud, pay attention to how your body responds. Is that what you're saying? So, right. so if yeah. you're in the shower, you're out for a walk, you got the headphones in, people think you're on the phone, right? Cause I always talk on the phone when I'm walking. And so you can, yeah, like, I think it's yeah. perfectly fine to talk out loud while you're walking now. Right. And so, and as you're doing that, then paying attention to your body in what way, like where it might be feeling, how, what are we saying? Yeah. So, so if you, so let's say you're, you're talking to yourself and you're like, I just, I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not, um, I'm not good enough to heal. Right. You might be thinking I'm not good enough to, to, to be who I want to be. Like, I don't know how to get there and, and figure out where are you feeling that in your body? Are your shoulders falling forward when you think about that? Mm-hmm. Or are they, are they coming back? Are you feeling back pain or, you know, do all of a sudden, do you, do you, uh, you know, trip over a rock 
or just pay attention to, to those little signs that are coming up because that's going to tell you that maybe this is what I really do need to focus. Why do I feel like I'm not enough to heal? Why do I feel like I'm not worthy of healing? Yeah. And then it might come up that you're afraid of who you might be if you let all of that stuff go that you need to let go of so you can heal. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that so much. So you're not, you really, what you're, what I'm getting from you is your message is so different in that you're not allowing people to spiritually bypass. You're not going to your happy place without doing the inner work and doing the hard work to get there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're not going you to do on this situation. No, no, no. And you have to do, and, and I'm a strong believer in you have to do not just the conscious work, the thinking, the thought process, uh, but you also have to figure out what energetic work you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be, it may not be my tools that is going to help you. It may be your tools or it may be somebody else's tools, but, but do that digging and figure out what is it that I need mm-hmm. to help my energy heal because and, our bodies and, are just our meat suits. Yeah. And watching those signs and taking action. Like you yeah. had the emotions code come across, you know, your Google search or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll go here. And then, you know, like following those signs because that's right. I, right. That there's reasons those are coming to you, like you said. Right. Yeah. I could have said, I could have said, oh no, that'll never work, and kept scrolling down the page, and who knows where I'd be right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And how, you know, how many times have we done that? But when it really hits, it's like, you know. Okay, tell everybody about your gift, your free gift that they can get right now. They can get it right. So my free gift, my free gift right now is a healing meditation around clearing your heart wall, which can block us from being able to feel and experience love from others and also send it out. So it's just a healing meditations. I think it's about 15 or 20 minutes long. The more you listen to it, the more healing you're going to get from it. Okay. I love it. So people, you can click everybody who's watching now or watching the replay. It'll be in the show notes. You can just click directly here right now and it'll open up another browser. And so you can uh, have it on your, on your desktop or whatever you're on your wet, uh, your whatever, and (laughs) get it afterwards and listen to it over and over again. So what is your VIP gift? So the VIP gift is six more of those meditations around self-compassion. Wow. Um, and you'll get one, you'll get one a week because I, I feel like if you listen to them, like one every day for six days, that it'd be a lot of energy work. And so therefore you might feel very, um, uh, tired. <laughs> um, but you get six more over, over a six week time, um, that will be delivered directly to your email. Okay. And it's called clear the energies that are blocking you from self-compassion while on your healing journey. I I love that you work with one for a week and heal that area. And then you get the next one for the next week that I think that's, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, Last words of wisdom for everybody. You are worth spending your time on whether it's self-care, you know, cooking yourself a meal, Spend time on yourself every day, just like you brush your teeth, but make sure it's a deliberate action and make sure that it's something that does make you feel good and fills up your cup because you can't, the old, you know, this old saying, you cannot fill someone else's cup unless you fill yours first. So 
spend that time on yourself, even if you have to get up a little bit earlier or stay up a little bit later to do that. Yeah. 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 You're getting lots of love in the chat. Um, yeah. I really hear you saying that. And so the VIP gift, you can go and grab the VIP gift, sign up for that right now and you'll get the series. Um, you can go into your VIP portal. If you don't have VIP, grab your VIP upgrade now. And thank you so much. Thank you everybody for watching. Thank you, Tina Eichenberg. I want to say your name again because I got thank it you. right. <laughs> This was, this was really fantastic. This was really, really great. And I think everybody got so much value out of it. And um, yeah, so make sure you go and grab those gifts right away. And uh, yeah, I'm getting ready for my next talk. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.